The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So I want to continue with some discussion about the refrain of the that goes along with each of the 13 exercises in this practice of mindfulness. And um, the breath instruction, that breath exercises that it begins with, knowing the breath, f- feeling the whole body as we breathe, relaxing the constructed body, relaxing the tense body in a deep way, um, we kind of go through, and it's uh, doing the exercise, and a little bit it's sick, uh, that it's, not only is the breath uh, seen as a cycle through the metaphor of the turner, but also um, it's, a, it's a circle or a cycle or a spiral that we know the breath, we experience the body, we relax the bottle, the body. And that allows us to have a deeper, different connection to knowing the breath, which allows us to feel the body in a deeper way, which allows even deeper relaxation. And so that spiral, that cycle goes around and around. It's not like a linear path. You just do one, next, and next, and that's it. But as this uh, deepens and the breath becomes more an object of continuous attention, where we're continuous contact with uh, with the breath, and the breath gets more subtle, more quiet, the mind gets stronger and less distracted. It becomes more stable in the present moment, and we're not so likely to wander off in thought so much. At that point, um, the Buddha introduces the idea of observing. Um, and this idea of observation, as I've said last week, um, to watch or observe is not a... Um, something to do when the mind is easily distracted, easily caught up in things. But when the mind is stable and still, there's a qualitatively different way of kind of settling back and just observing what's happening without interfering with it or judging it or reacting to anything. Just just to watch, just to be there for it. And, um, and then uh, the uh, refrain says, then observe, uh, observing internally the body in terms of a body. Ex- uh, observing externally the body in, relation, in, in respect to a body. So this, uh, this language of the body and the body, body in terms of a body, is language of not adding a lot to the experience of the body, not judging it, comparing it to anything else, letting each experience of the body just be itself without a past and a future, without um, uh, identifying with it, without me and mine, or, or not, without having ideas of why it's the way it is, or it needs to be different, or without expectation, just watching. So just watching, the feeling the, the experience of the body in its own terms, just as it is, free of our associations. And... Um, and to do it inter- the instructions are to do it internally and do it externally. I would propose that uh, we don't really know what this means. Uh, some people have said that it means that uh, we're watching our own body, and we're watching we're doing watching other people's bodies uh, as we as, as we we watch ourselves breathe and we watch other people breathe. 
I don't find that a very satisfying uh, instructions or idea. It might have its value here and there sometimes, but uh, as, as something really profound, it doesn't really strike me as that interesting here. Uh, when, um, <clears throat> but how I like to interpret this internal and external is that um, it's a it's a, 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 two different ways. One is that um, we're aware of the sensations that arise in the body that are purely internal. And we're aware of those sensations in the body which come from external sense contact. So the temperature of the room, the contact of your body against a chair or the seat or the floor, uh, the, the, the temperature, the the um, there might be sound that comes in, there might be smells that come in, um, whatever, whatever, maybe you feel the contact of your clothes against your body. Anything, any external stimuli that uh, stimulates the, the uh, body, that can be considered external. And so to observe that, at some point, as the mind gets quieter and quieter and still are unable to just sit and, and be stably observe what's there, um, the emphasis on focusing on the breath becomes more lighter, more easy, and the awareness opens up more and takes and is now able to take in in a kind of choiceless way or kind of open awareness way uh, experiences of the body, both those which come from external stimuli and those which um, are rising from the inside. And this idea of, of getting quieter and quieter or more and more concentrated and in a certain way having less choice, making less choice or less less preference or less directedness of mind on the breath. The attention might still be centered on the breath, but it's not directed on the breath. Whereas in the beginning, we're directing the attention on the breathing and, uh, and trying to keep it there and stay there. But as the mind stops wandering away and feels stable in the present moment, then there's a kind of a opening and relaxing and we start becoming aware of the field of experience, um, the uh, internal experiences that come and go uh, in terms of the body, external experiences that events or things that are touching our sense, our senses, and um, and so there's this um, uh, movement towards a very relaxed uh, awareness, observing which is not work. It's no in the beginning it might be a little bit more like work. Maybe it's a little bit like the a potter who's making a pot, and at first there's a lot of work when they're just a hunk of clay, and then it gets more and more refined, makes a nice, maybe even a thin bowl, and then at some point the potter just sits back and observes it, and just and and is so been so focused on the pot that the mind is very still and quiet, is not distracted a lot, and there's a feeling of being unified, feeling concentrated, being present, that uh, just nice to sit there both to observe the pot and to feel the sensations inside. The goodness of that, the, the, the feelings of unification, of collectedness, of being present. And so this idea that with time we can observe and the observation can be, even, sometimes it's called 360 degree observation in the sense, not that you're trying to be aware of 360 degrees, but in, 
it feels as if you could. The attention is so uh, open that uh, whatever, from whatever, from wherever a sensation comes, uh, we know it for itself. We know it in the simplicity of the sensation. And, um, and this is uh, particularly fascinating to do when there's discomfort in the body or pain, that uh, to free the discomfort, the pain from the associations, the beliefs about it, the expectations around it, the fears around it, and just feel the discomfort as sensation arising and passing. Uh, where there, if there's a loud sound outside, that, uh, free from all the associations with the sound, what it means, a neighbor's making a noise again, and just hearing it as sound in the simplest possible way, and the, the, this observing attention just there, feeling, sensing, being with it. So this is one meaning of, uh, one way I interpret this um, uh, internal and external. And so um, the, the text says, and this is how one observes um, uh, internally, or inverse the, the, observes the body in terms of the body internally, and observes the body in terms of the body externally. And uh, tomorrow I'll talk about another way in which is understood and um, and uh, understanding some of the different ways in which this might uh, be understood is a support for the deepening of the practice as we go on now to the rest of the refrain, rest of the, or some people will call this refrain part, the insight part, where the insight begins to occur uh, in doing uh, mindfulness practice. So we're developing stability of mind, connectedness with the breathing, uh, relax, unification, collectedness around the breathing, so that we can begin seeing, have insight into our experience. And that begins, one way that begins, is this open awareness that can feel um, the um, sensations internally, externally, in a very relaxed, centered, quiet way, um, allowing them to come and go, show themselves, and and, um, and more and more simple. And... Um, and then tomorrow, as I said, I'll offer a different, a little different uh, ways of understanding this. And together, these two ways I'm describing, I think, will help as we go into the next insight, the more the core insight of insight meditation, which is also there in the refrain. And um, <clears throat> so, um, so may you become a craftsperson with a hands-on craft of mindfulness, hands-on, contact, sensing, feeling of your breathing. And continue now with your breathing. At some point we'll switch to some other exercises in Satipatthana. And I would encourage you in these days, we're kind of in the breathing exercise, to kind of make breathing a topic of attention, a subject of attention and study um, throughout the day as much as you can. Maybe have reminders to remind you to check in with your breathing. How's your breathing right now? And, and maybe in some situations in life you can actually uh, settle in and just feel the rhythm of breathing as you breathe. But the more you can kind of uh, develop your attention to breathing, I think uh, the more I think you'll appreciate the, the rest of this as it unfolds. So thank you. And... Uh, I look forward to tomorrow.